remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have a right to an attorney prior to and during any question. You can't afford one a court appointment for you. You understand your rights? Your crime spree was over, son. Yeah, you thought you had it licked. But Hitman, over time, made you sugar turn to shit. <laughs> Warning, each episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast will contain descriptions of acts of violence or of a sexual nature and are for people that are 18 years or older. Heed my warning, people. I do not get the facts of these cases off the internet or from some television show. These facts are I'm retelling were presented to me by the victims of the crime or the perpetrators who committed the crimes. My descriptions of the crime scenes are what I saw with my own two eyes. If you are going to get offended, turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life. Real Crime, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Woody Overton, and co-host, Jim the Hitman Rathman. What's up, Jim? What's going on, Woody? Good morning, everybody. All right. So, y'all... If it's morning. Yeah, if it's morning where you're listening or when you listen to this. Um, we have a couple things we want to talk about before we begin today's episode. Uh, first of all, we love and appreciate each and every one of you. Um Thank you so much for your support, your continued support, and liking us and sharing us and leaving us reviews. And really, on the reviews, thank y'all. We get uh, y'all left us a whole whole bunch of reviews on iTunes this week, and it helps us in that algorithm when people search for true crime podcasts. We appreciate that, and uh, just appreciate all of you, you patron members. We appreciate your financial support. Everybody else, we appreciate you blowing us up. And the we will talk about our, our live show, y'all, in, in January. We were originally only going to do uh, two nights. Actually, we were going to do one night. And then we decided to do two nights, which uh, the 24th and the 25th, which is Friday and Saturday. And uh, that's at the Livingston Parish Literacy and Technology Center in Walker, Louisiana. It, and that y'all, if you're familiar with Walker, that um, that's where the, at the Southeastern Louisiana University Satellite Campus is also. They share the, the grounds together. So uh, we want to thank those people, uh, um, you know, from the Livingston Parish Tech, Literacy and Technology Center, and as, which is Kelly. And the, the we had the offer from uh, the people at Southeastern. They've already put us on their radio uh, station and announced it and um and they, they offered to help us with our sound support and stuff like that and that's crystal 
Hardison from Southeastern that's offered her help on that. And we appreciate them. So we, we, as y'all know, we put those tickets up for sale whenever it was the, the night of the LSU game and they sold out in, in 24 hours, Friday and Saturday night sold out. And so we kept getting tons of requests for to, to do another night because people were traveling for the LSU game or the Saints game and they missed it and, and they wanted more tickets. So we went back to, uh, Kelly, Kelly Jennings. Ke- go ahead. Uh, Kelly Jennings and Kelly was able to make it happen where we now have another night, uh, on Thursday, the 23rd of January, 2020 at the Livingston Parish Literacy and Technology Center in, in Walker. Uh, they opened up the doors for us again for that Thursday night and the show will begin at 7 PM and the tickets just went on sale yesterday and they're already 50, 57% of them are sold. So they were probably sold out by the time y'all hear this, but if you want to see the show, uh, get a ticket. It's going to be great. So Thursday night is actually going to be our first live ever. And, and, uh, it's going to be interesting. We have a good case to present and it'll be a little crowd interaction. And Jim and I are going to stay as long as they'll let us stay and, and take pictures and greet everybody that's there. So everybody will get a VIP experience, right, Jim? Uh, can't, can't wait for that to happen. Uh, one of our biggest joys of doing this is being able to interact with all you fans and listeners. And we look forward to those opportunities to be able to meet you in person and shake your hand and take a picture. And it's just a lot more personable. And that's just who we are as people. So we, I, I cannot wait for that to happen. Three days of that is really putting me in my happy place. So, uh, looking forward to that opportunity. So get your ticket if you don't have one, um, for January 23rd. And for those of you that already have tickets on the 24th and the 25th, I cannot wait to meet you. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. And y'all, it's, it, just like today or every time before we record, we have a case in mind. But it's still going to be raw and unscripted. We're not going in there. We're not rehearsing anything ahead of time or anything like that. You're going to get it just like you get it from us, uh, on, you know, on the storytelling of the cases that we worked or been involved with. So, uh, it, it is going to be a requirement that if you bring a child or, or I guess you call them a child, a kid, under the age of 17, they have to be with their parent. And that's going to be strictly enforced because sometimes Jim just has a potty mouth and, uh, <laughs> he doesn't know what he, Jim can't control his thoughts sometimes. Dang it, Jim. And, and, uh, so, but anyway, I, I, you know, it's, it, it, it's going to be a homicide case. We know that a murder and, um, out of Livingston parish and it's going to be interesting. So, Y'all come check it out. All right. And that being said, a couple of other little things we want to touch on real quick is the real life, real crime. It, you know, we've grown so much and expanded every way possible. And the, some of our dream team moderators started the real life, real crime book club. And they already have a couple hundred members in it and they're reviewing their first book. Now it's a uh, mind hunter and 
I'm sorry, it's not mine, Hunter. It's it's. Uh, I was thinking. I read uh, the show on Netflix. It's not mine, Hunter. It's the the first book is Killer Across the Table by uh, John Douglas and Mark Olshaker, and it's available on all platforms, whether you get Kindle or Amazon or whatever. Uh, um, so what what they're doing is everybody in the group's reading the book, and then they're having discussions on it, et cetera, and. The so y'all go there. That's a new page for us, and and go there and join it. Check it out. The uh, John Douglas. I know I've read all his books. He he was one of the original FBI profilers ever. The first one to ever do it. And so I, I've actually read this book also, The Killer Across the Table. Good book. Interesting stuff. Just another kick for the true crime fans, the real life, real crime, true crime fans. And yeah, y'all go check it out. And and um. It's sure to be interesting, and I will be partaking in it, et cetera. So, so much love to our dream team and our moderators. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. And what else? Um, at the end of today's episode, y'all stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be playing one of Toby and and Shelly Tom plays new releases, and uh, that all their information will be in the show notes, just like it was last week. Uh, their social media, et cetera. So y'all stay tuned and listen to that. They, they're awesome. How, how'd you love them? Love them. And I'm going to be at one of their shows soon. Um, Toby, I'm going to coordinate with you on that one. Cause I want to, I want, I want good seats. So yeah, <laughs> you can take yeah. care of me on that. Yeah. Well, I told them when I get back from hunting season, it will be like groupies following them around. But uh, the, I know that they put on a good live show. And so, and they have great music and they're good friends to us, but, um, all right. So wonderful people and extremely talented, um, love what they're doing. All right. And so one more announcement, and we just kind of came up with this, trying to think of what we could do for everybody for Christmas to show our love, uh, you know, and we probably should be thinking about taking off and just spending time with our families, et cetera, on Christmas. But you know what? Y'all are our families also. And we want to think of a gift that we could give to everyone. And so uh, it's kind of twofold that um, we have an episode, which has been a smashing success locked up for patron called the Hitman, And the Hitman is where I tell the story of why I gave Jim Raffman the nickname the Hitman many, 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 many moons ago. Uh it's a great story. Uh it, we released it to Patron, I think at the beginning of December. It's you know, nothing but just outrageous comments about it. Uh, and it's a pretty outrageous story. So we are going to release that for Christmas to everybody. All right. And and so Merry Christmas to y'all and you're gonna enjoy it and uh you'll have a new found respect for why I call Jim the hitman. Now patron members, the we lock that up for y'all, but we want to share it with everybody. But you're not you know, for y'all, we are going to lock up a brand new patron episode. Normally we only do one a month. But we're going to lock up a new one for y'all since we're releasing the Hitman to the public on Christmas morning. You're going to have a brand new patron episode 
just for you uh, and for your patron support because we appreciate it so much and it's vital to the success of what we do. Um, and then again, patrons on January 2nd, you'll get your another episode. So in, in the next two weeks, you're going to get two new patron episodes locked up for patron members only. If you're not a patron member, go check it out. It, uh, if you can't be a patron member, that's, we totally get it. Um, and we love you no matter what, but we want to say Merry Christmas by giving everybody the hitman and then, uh, patron members, you're going to get an extra Christmas episode, Jim. Yeah. I'm excited to, for the hitman to get out there for everybody. It's had such great uh, feedback from all the patron members that have heard it. So looking forward to everybody else getting that, um, all the questions we get about why, and it's actually, I, I enjoy reading all the comments because there's so many different variations to why for the hitman, but you will soon find out next week. Um, and we're happy to be able to give that to you guys. But you Patreon members, we really appreciate your love and support. Um, without you guys, we wouldn't be able to make this possible. So thank you very much. And, you know, you'll look forward to two great episodes. Right. Yep. And so Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's to everyone. Um, if we don't talk to you or see you or, you know, whatever, the, uh, we wish you and your families the best. And I hope you have a wonderful time and we'll be like Chevy Chase on my favorite movie of all time. Christmas vacation. We'll be the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the North Pole, whatever he says. <laughs> Nobody's leaving. God damn it. We're going to be the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the <laughs> whatever. But anyway, I hope your holiday goes better than, uh, than his did than Clark Griswold's did on, on Christmas vacation. So. The I'm, lights aren't twinkling, Clark. Yeah, no, hey, I make my family watch that every year. I know every line too. Great, <laughs> great movie. So, all right, now, um, I think we covered all the that stuff. The, well, Jim, real, real quick, because this is pre-roll, and and you know what, this is our show, and uh, we should be able to talk about whatever the hell we want to. Let's talk about Instagram and YouTube and all that, and then we're going to start to y'all. We're getting it out of the way now because what. The episode is just going to be fucking tough to hear. Um, uh, but go ahead, Joe. Yeah, well, we have Instagram. You can follow us there. Real life, real crime. Or you can follow me, Jim underscore Rathman or Overton Woody. So those are our Instagram accounts. Uh, go on there and give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Uh, we look forward to corresponding with you there. We put live videos on there, updates, start adding photos, and so on. Uh, Facebook can only reach so far. So we're moving on over to Instagram, and we're also going to be working on a YouTube channel. So once that is up and running and available, uh, we'll be able to put episodes and different things that we're doing up on the uh, YouTube channel. So we'll be looking for that here in the near future. So hopefully have that up and running sometime in January uh, for you guys to be able to follow that as well. Right. So appreciate it. And thank you for the follows. And we, y'all, we have a YouTube channel now and all our episodes are on there, but we, we'd got away from for a while while we grew Facebook, et cetera, but we're going to blow that bitch up come January. And by, and by that, I mean, uh, we're going to be on there almost every day, uh, commenting on different things. It's, it's not just going to be episodes. We're going to, like if, if there's a mass shooting somewhere or whatever, whatever we feel like talking about, we're going to get on there, uh, together or separate or whatever. And there'll be a lot 
of content going on there is because people want more of us, uh, um, more, you know, of course, more stories and stuff, but more lives. I mean, every time we do a live, it's, it's a huge success. Uh, so we're going to start doing and some of the, some of the content we'll be able to put on there also is going to be, cause we get a lot of questions. You guys submit a lot of questions to us and we love that. So there might be something that's set in and I might be able to go, wow, or Woody and be like, wow, you know, we could sit here and literally talk about this for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And we may just go on YouTube and just sit there and talk about it. Um, so keep the questions coming because that just gives us ideas and, and abilities to go on there and be able to talk to you guys about it. But instead of it just being over a podcast, you can actually see our face. Yeah. Um, so we're excited about it. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a bit exciting new venue. And y'all, I want to make this clear. We are certainly, we, we appreciate each and every one of y'all and we are certainly open to constructive criticism. All right. And, um, we've, we're always trying to improve, um, and everything like that, but you know, rudeness and, uh, and, and constructive criticism are two different things. And we're not, we're not, we don't want to have to go into it, but I'm just telling you the, the please like y'all, we've, we've obviously we've improved the audio we've, uh, and we're going to continue to prove, improve stuff like that. But send us your, your, your comments and, and, constructive criticism and certainly we're going to evaluate it. If there's ways that we can improve, there may be some stuff that we're doing wrong that we don't know that we're doing wrong, but I can tell you one thing we're not doing wrong is whatever we we put out because it's our podcast and whether it's where we tell a story of an old case that we worked or whether we are going to take on a, a new cold case, whatever, guess what? It's, it's our show. Where that's not going to change, all right. But you're you're going to get a mixture of everything. Um, but if there's something you know that you don't like or whatever, let us know and we'll we'll address it if we can and if we choose to. Yeah, I mean, please just just submit it to us. Whether you want to private message us is probably the best way. However, you want to deliver it, constructive criticism is fine. We're perfectly fine with that. Look, we're you guys have heard, heard a lot of the other podcasts or you like certain things. You may have some great ideas of how it makes us better. We're happy to listen to that. We're happy to evaluate what it is that we're doing. Customer feedback is incredibly important. We're all for it. Right. You know, but we're certainly not shitting on our, on our fan base. Right. Um, you right. know, that's, that's not constructive. That's complete opposite. Yeah. So, you know, please give us the feedback. We'd love to hear it. Um, we're willing to improve. You know, we try to, put out content that reaches everyone. We get requests to do, you know, uh, police shootings. We get requests for, you know, whether it's, it's a, a botched investigation to, you know, the extreme cases that we've put out before we try to reach everybody. So it, just because this week or next week may not be the exact thing you want. Trust me. We're coming around to you. Yeah. We got a lot. We got yeah. a lot of stuff to give you guys. It's getting there. I promise you. Yeah. And we, 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 y'all, we have so much stuff coming up and, and, and a lot of it is different. Um, and a lot, a lot of it's going to be great cases that we worked and a lot of it's going to be stuff that's going to blow your mind. So back to the last thing I want to say on the constructive criticism part, the, uh, all about it. And we always have been and and like, you know, the, I'm just using the sound for example uh, that uh, when it, when we get complaints about it, when, when we improve it, we're not sound guys. But at the same time, you know, I, I'm a Christian. I'm not a pacifist. All right, and and if if you 
punch me, I'm gonna punch you back. So if if somebody said something and I and I gave you a a good f yourself response, well, that's just the way Woody Overton rolls. I mean, you're not gonna slap me in the face with your dick and me not punch you back in the mouth. It's just not gonna happen. But in the future, if you if you're an asshole and you're not being constructive, and I mean. Just going to delete you. I'm not going to put up with it anymore. All right. It's, it's, it's a waste of our time and our energy. So please constructive criticism. Yeah. If you want to be an asshole, do it in private messenger and, and we can be assholes to each other there. But it's, it's got no place on the crew page, et cetera. Do not mind constructive criticism, but if you're going to be an asshole, I'm going to be an asshole. Sorry, Jeff. Let's get on with today's case. uh, It's definitely going to be emotional. It's going to be tough. So we're glad we got those things out of the way. You know, there's a big, Woody gives the warning in the beginning of the show. I would advise you to take it seriously because today's content is going to be something. All right. Today we are going to do an update on Dennis, or we call him Denny, and Cynthia Perkins. And we were going to do it yesterday, but there's, Turns out there's another suspect in the case, and we were hoping they would they would make the arrest uh, before we released it, but they haven't done it yet. But we'll get to that. Um, there's a reason. Okay, originally today was going to be a hotline episode where where you uh, the listeners call in your questions or or type them in, et cetera. And then the news they finally came out with the indictments against uh, Denny and Cynthia, the Perkins. Uh, uh, day before yesterday, and of course, you know, we have a huge fan base where we're from, and that's a big case in Louisiana. Now it's a national news case, and and but we've got lots to go to our crew page and look. I mean, how many posts and stuff are done about it? And so, we what we want to do is inform you exactly what each charge means uh, uh, under Louisiana law, so there's no more speculation about it because if there's a lot of misinformation that y'all are doing. Uh, and in your post on, on the crew page, et cetera. And I get that. You just don't know. I mean, we did it for a living. We had to know the law. So we want to go through that. It's going to be tough. Be tough to hear. It's a, it's a horrible case and, and it's, you know, they're monsters, no doubt about it. Um, but we're going to do that. And the, the hotline questions that we got or that we received that deal with, him and her, Dennis and Cynthia, we're going to answer those. The rest of your hotline questions, I promise you, we are going to do a hotline because we got y'all gave us so many. We're going to do a special special hotline episode where we answer all of those. Okay, Jim, you there? Sound like a plan. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So, uh, the let me explain. Real quick, how it works. The Jim, I, I can hear like some wind or background noise on on in your car. The um, how it works is like this: they got arrested or, originally, and the on probable cause warrants. Okay, a probable cause warrant is when a law enforcement officer has probable cause to make an arrest. Where uh, and they take take a warrant to a judge and get it. They swear it out and they get it signed. Probable cause is 50% plus one. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt. A lot of times, probable cause arrests are, um, most of the time, probable cause arrests are made 
while the investigation is continued. It was done so in this case, when they were first arrested, um, the the attorney general's office has been been working nonstop on the case. The uh, and like they said, they have a mountain of evidence to go through, and that that's what they've been doing. So what they did. What they've done is they've gone through it and then they presented it to a grand jury. Now, why do you take it to a grand jury? There's 150 charges at this time against them. The uh, If you take it to the grand jury, then the grand jury returns a true bill, uh, a bill of indictment saying proceed with the case. There's There's enough evidence here on these charges for you to proceed then that cuts out having to go to court on each of the 150 charges and have what we call probable cause hearings. Now, if I arrest you on a, on a probable cause warrant, which I take to the judge and get signed on my own word, right? The judge signs that I arrest you, you then the defense is going to have a probable cause hearing where you have to take the stand in open court be sworn in and you have to testify about what it is that led you to get probable cause, et cetera. And then the judge has to rule an open court on the record, whether or not you've had probable cause to make that arrest. Right. And, and the defense can question you about it and try to trick you up and get it thrown out, et cetera. I've never lost a probable cause hearing, but in this case, I understand the magnitude of it. The uh, also some of the serious charges. The the um, first degree rapes it, it, uh, eventually would have had to go to a grand jury anyway uh, on on a, on, a, on a case that serious. So what what they did? They arrested them originally, got them where they couldn't hurt any more babies uh, or do any other sick shit that they're doing. And while they did that, the AG's office and, and everybody's working on this this monster of a case, which is so sensitive because of the victims, uh, and our hearts go out to the victims and their families. The so they build it up, they take it to the grand jury, the grand jury returns the indictment. Now what we're gonna do now, Jim is going to read the actual grand jury indictment the bill of indictments against them we're going to read all 150 charges of them some of them are going to be able to lump into one group because there's so many but we want you as the listener to understand and and know exactly what each one of them means jim all right so these indictments are for dennis wallace perkins and cynthia thomas count one on April 5th, 2019, the defendant committed first-degree rape in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes titled 1442A4 and A5, and that he engaged in oral sexual intercourse with juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, by forcing the mouth of the victim onto the genitals of the offender, with the assist- assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins, without lawful consent of the victim, whereby two or more offenders participated in the act. Okay. I'm going to define it for you. The 1442 used to be what um, years ago it was, it was just straight aggravated rape uh, that, but they've changed the title of it to this first degree rape Um, for rape. Y'all it's penetration 
no matter how slight of a body orifice, whether it's your mouth or your anus, if you have a vagina, uh, uh, if you're female, the, uh, so that's, it doesn't matter if, if, you know, if they put an inanimate object in you or their penis or whatever. So on this count, where they're saying is Denny made a third, a child under the age 13 or younger perform oral sex on, on him. And that Cynthia Perkins assisted, however it is. Uh, and you can only imagine, right. But, but she had hands on literally, uh, and, and getting the kid to do this. Okay. Go ahead, Jim. All right, count two. Between May 20th, 2019 and May 21st, 2019, the defendant committed first-degree rape in violation of Louisiana Revised Statute 1442A4 and A5 and that he engaged in vaginal sexual intercourse with juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, with the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins without lawful consent of the victim and whereby two or more offenders participated in the act. All right. So again, penetration, no matter how slight and this time he used his penis, um, and Cynthia Perkins assisted. However, she assisted whether she held the child down or she held Dennis, Denny's penis while it was going in and out, whatever we don't know, but that, uh, you better believe that she assisted in some way, whether she, you know, held the kid down or who knows. Um, but let me, let me, let me throw this in there. The, all the shits on video, y'all, this is how they know about it. And the, the charges, this is not, um, I'm, I'm not saying that they, they haven't interviewed the victim forensically and got, uh, the victim's statement to back it up. But all, every one of these counts, it, the, the, they recorded it and, and almost is on the profile of the preferential offender, which is what they are. The almost important for them to commit the, the heinous act is for them to record it. And, and that's just a part of the sickness of it. Uh, and I, you know, whether they watch it back to masturbate to later on or whatever, but, or if, if they never watch it again ever, it's just they, they feel compelled to record it. Go ahead, Jim. All right. So count three on or about June 20, 2019, the defendant committed attempted first degree rape in violation of Louisiana revised statutes titled 1427 and 1442A4 and A5, and that having the specific intent to commit the crime of first degree rape with the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins. By means of vaginal, vaginal sexual intercourse with juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, without lawful consent of the victim, and where two or more perpetrators participate in the act, he performs an act for the purpose of and tending directly toward the accomplishing of his object. All right. So, y'all, 1427, uh, it, as when you... This Louisiana Revised Statute 1427 is the attempt to do anything. It could be attempted murder. It could be attempted rape. Whenever you hear 1427 in front of another charge, that means attempt. And, um, that could be, that could be anything. I mean, that, uh, that they, 
they tried to do it by getting the the child's clothes off and the and child couldn't do it. Whatever reason, they, the attempt – in Louisiana, there is no uh, – I don't want to say this. But it doesn't matter. The the the, the attempt fourteen twenty seven is the attempt fourteen forty two is the aggravated rape. So the, they attempted to rape this child. And if y'all noticed, everyone he's read thus far say juvenile victim number one. Now in a case like this, you're never going to name the juveniles ever. Uh, they normally what they used to do is or or for court proceedings they would use the juveniles initials to their names but I, I guess in this case they don't even want to release that uh, um and it, it, they're going to protect the victims at all costs and rightfully so and the victims families but thus far uh the the rapes and the bill of indictments are, are all have all been against juvenile one go ahead Jim. all right so count four on or about April 3rd of 2019, the defendant committed first-degree rape in violation of Louisiana Revised Statute 1442A4 and that he engaged in oral sexual intercourse with juvenile victim 1, a child under the age of 13, by touching the genitals of the offender upon the mouth or tongue of the victim and without the lawful consent of the victim. Okay. the Again, we have juvenile 1 uh, uh, in... It's oral sex, or it's not sex, it's oral rape, I guess you would say. And, um, y'all, notice the time frame that the, these are all recent, right? I, I mean, this, what, what was the date on that one, Jim? That was April 3rd of 2019. Yeah, the one before that was May. So, and again, this is all on video and, and, um, sick fuckers. And the, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, John. Yeah, it's disgusting. All right, here's another one. Count five. On or about May 21st, 2019, the defendant committed sexual battery of a child under 13 in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 1443 1C2, and that he engaged in the intentional touching of the genitals of the offender by the victim or by the defendant with the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins. Force the hand of juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, to touch the defendant's penis while he engaged in vaginal intercourse with Cynthia Thompson Perkins. Oh. Both offenders are 17 years of age or older. All right. So that's so fucking sick. The, the, the sexual battery, y'all, a battery in the state of Louisiana, for those of you outside of Louisiana, it's reversed. The Louisiana is on the Napoleonic Code of Law. In Louisiana, a battery is an unwanted touching. Okay. And everywhere else in the United States, a, a battery is, is the threat. In Louisiana, assault is the threat. Everywhere else in the country, assault is, is the unwanted touching. So the, the, I want to clarify that first of all. Uh, so what basically what this charge is saying is that they made the juvenile hold Denny's penis while he was having sex with Cynthia. I mean, it, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's fucking sick. Uh, go ahead, Jim. Yeah. Count six. 
On or about May 21st, 2019, the defendant committed sexual battery of a child under 13 in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 1443-1C2, and that he engaged in the intentional touching of the genitals of juvenile victim 1, a child under the age of 13, whereby the defendant, with the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins, inserted his fingers into the genitals of juvenile victim 1 when both offenders are 17 years of age or older. All right, then. The battery is the is the unwanted or unlawful touching sexual part is is uh, for it to be sexual battery it pretty much has to be uh, skin on skin so and, and and it spells it out there for you basically he was attempting to finger or uh, use his hands on on the victim's vagina. Good, yeah. Yeah, we're only on count seven. I'm already sick to my stomach. On or about June 20th of 2019, the defendant committed sexual battery of a child under 13 in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 1443 1C2 and that he engaged in the intentional touching of the generals of the offender by the victims where, where, uh, whereby the defendant so going to another page with the hang on, going to another page With the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins, forced the hand of juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, to hold the defendant's penis when both offenders are 17 years of age or older. All right. Same same thing. Uh, um, obviously, this poor sweet baby, uh, juvenile one, victim one, is is being forced right, right up in the middle of all the sex that they're having and, uh, um, and therefore being raped and, and batteries being committed against her. Um, I mean, what kind of sick fucks do that? And, and, and again, y'all, this is not speculation. This is not hearsay. This is videotape evidence. Go ahead, Jim. All right, here we go. Count eight. On or about June 20th of 2019, the defendant committed video voyeurism in violation of Louisiana Revised Statute 14283A1, A, and B4, and that he used a camera, videotape, photo optical, photoelectric, or any other image recording device for the purpose of observing, viewing, photographing, filming, or videotaping a person Juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13, without the consent of the victim, to the specific instance of observing, viewing, photographing, filming, or videotaping for a lewd and lavicious purpose, and with the intention of arousing or gratifying the sexual desires of the offender. All right. Video voyeurism is basically when you, uh, if it, if there wasn't a juvenile, as I say, it was an adult, that's when you, tape someone uh, usually without their, their knowledge, but when you take video, it doesn't matter if it's, if it's by uh, it could be any type of electronic means and, and you taping it and it, the, and you using it for your sexual pleasure. Uh, um, I, I mean, I don't know if, if they made the child masturbate in front of the camera or whatever, who knows what the fuck they did, but, that's that's what video voyeurism is. That's that actual 
act of them doing it for their own. Well, the sexual gratification part, I would imagine there's some type of audio where he's talking about it while he's, he's, he's doing it. Uh, you know, probably, I, I don't know. I don't want to do too much speculation, but it, for him, for them to prove the video of voyeurism, he has to be doing it for his own sexual gratification. So he's either masturbating or he said something that's on that tape that, that brings up that charge. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. I've, I've had video voyeurism charges in the past. It was just, you know, like a hidden camera recording the act with somebody to watch it later. Um, all right. So count nine, this is the same charge. Uh, one we just stated, which is on or about April 23rd of 2019, the defendant committed video warnings and violations of Louisiana Revised Statutes 14283, A1A and B4, and that he used a camera, video, tape, photo optical, photo, photo electric, or any other image recording device for the purpose of observing, viewing, photographing, filming, or videotaping a person, juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13 without the consent of the victim to the specific instance of observing, viewing, photographing, filming, or videotaping for a lewd and licitious purpose and with the intention of arousing or gratifying sexual desires. All right, let, let's do this because we're going to get into some repeat charges now on. If we've already covered one like a sexual battery or whatever, uh, give the date. And you can skip over the, the statutes and, and reading it if we've already explained it. Uh, otherwise we're, we're going to be here for 10 years going through 150 of them. But the, what it is again, y'all, another charge of video voyeurism, just like we explained. Uh, um, I mean, and the main thing on these repeat charges, listen to the dates. This is like, a daily occurrence. I, I mean, this is an often thing that this baby's going through um, because of them. Go ahead, John. All right, count 10. May 25th, 2019, the defendant committed first-degree rape and that he engaged in vaginal sexual intercourse with adult victim one with the assistance of Cynthia Thompson Perkins without the lawful consent of the victim, whereby two or more offenders participated. Okay, so now we have an adult victim one. Uh, um, so they raped her. I, I don't know. I don't know it, uh, if they drugged her or raped her. They tied him up and raped him. Who, who knows? But it, for it, it, it was was it forceful rape, Jim, or or what was the charge? That's a first degree rape. First degree rape. Well, then they had to do something pretty pretty uh bad it's an adult victim um i mean they they had to i don't know i don't know if it, uh, i'm not gonna speculate there's uh, many reasons yeah, why yeah, it could be could, yeah but the, the, usually y'all on, on the on the juvenile ones what makes it to that high level is uh is the age 13 or under and if they they have the same thing for elderly people at, at past a certain age, it, it it makes it an aggravated circumstance. But for it to be a, a straight up adult, it had to be something pretty bad to for, to be first degree. But go ahead, Jim. So count eleven, which is May twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen, is another video voyeurism charge, um, and that is of an adult victim one. All right, so we got the same adult victim that they raped um they videoed it uh, that's a shocker and um 
Damn it, man. Go ahead. Count 12, and this is dated November 8th of 2014. So we're rewinding five years. Where it's a first-degree rape charge uh, that he engaged in vaginal sexual intercourse with adult victim two mm. with the assistance of uh, of an as yet uh, unidentified adult female perpetrator without the lawful consent of the victim and whereby two or more offenders in the All right, we're going to talk about this one. And, uh, Jim, at the end, um, when you're reading it at the end, your audio is cutting out just a little bit. I don't, I don't know if you're moving away from the mic or whatever. But the, uh, okay, so let's, let's hit the pause button for a second. First of all, we're going back to 2014. Secondly, it's uh, adult victim number two. And thirdly, there is a, Unidentified. Did it say f- female suspect? Yeah. Yes, it's an adult. What says adult victim two? No, 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 no. The, 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 vaginal sexual intercourse with adult victim two, so it's going to be a female. No, 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 no. This it said an unidentified suspect. Unidentified adult female perpetrator. Female. Okay. So what we have is. Another arrest coming. And this is what we were waiting on. They're going to find out who that chick is. Uh, and I know there's a lot of speculation and everything that people are covering it up because it's going to be a deputy or whatever, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I seriously doubt that. Or I mean, the attorney general's office doesn't give a fuck if it's a living in parish deputy or a state trooper or whatever. They're going to arrest them. Uh, probably it's some crack whore that, that Denny uh, got to participate with it. I don't know. Um, but they raped adult victim number two, and they, there will be a third person getting arrested. I can only imagine what this bitch is going to say, uh, um, because you better believe she's going to flip on them. But uh, anyway, I, I I don't believe that it it's somebody. I don't do not believe that they are holding back this person's identity. For any other reason, they simply don't know who it is yet. And you're, you're going back five years. This person might be dead or whatever. I don't know. Go ahead, Jim. All right, count 13. On or about November 8th of 2014, the defendant committed video voyeurism, same, which... Same thing again. Uh, was right. a, to adult victim two. Same. Without the consent of the victim. Same thing. So basically, they're raping them and they're videotaping. Uh, uh the adults, uh, um, it, if it was a kid, it would be child pornography unless, well, I, I don't want to speculate, but go, go ahead. So we're still right, so five years ago, victim to video voyeurism on top of the, the rape. So here's a new one that everybody uh, learned as of recent here. So between June 1st, I'm sorry, this is count 14, between June 1st, of 2019 and June 18th, of 2019, the defendant committed sexual abuse of an animal in violation of the Louisiana Revised Statutes 1489-3A1 and A7, and that he knowingly and intentionally engaged in sexual contact with an animal to with a dog and filmed, distributed, or possessed pornographic images of the sexual contact with said animal. Okay. On this one, and I, I know this one, I read them yesterday, Cynthia is not charged with this one. Uh, only Denny was. Uh, uh, the so not only is he a baby raper, he's a dog fucker. And and I mean, 
I guess at this point, nothing should shock us. Uh, uh, but uh, it just goes to show you back to how we told you all about Evil Dick, E.D., uh, um, that literally his name, the name that they gave to him because he would stick his dick in anything. And, but of course, way back then, y'all were talking 20 years ago that, uh, it, it was just some nasty bitches that he was being with. Um, but I, I mean, we've worked a lot of animal sex cases. Uh, um, uh, you know, I had one just pop up on a video, uh, I, I, and I know we've worked a lot of them. But I guess it's just it's just another punch to the gut when it's somebody that um, that that we knew or we thought we knew so well. So it's somebody that we worked with every day, and he's fucking a dog. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Go ahead. There really isn't much else you can say about it. All right, so count fifteen. Between May 1st, 2018 and February 28th of 2019, the defendant committed mingling of harmful substances in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 1438-1 and that he intentionally mingled a harmful substance of matter with any food or drink with the intent that the same should be taken by a human being to his or her injury by ejaculating on various pastries and into bottles of energy drinks which were subsequently ingested by uns, uh, unsuspecting victims. All right. So let's talk about this. The That's where everybody knows that the rumors about the cupcakes and the pedophores or whatever. Um, then he beaten off and putting his jizz in the batter. And then she takes it and serves it to the kids. Horrible. Uh I just, I don't, I, I, you know, I did this, I did this, did this for so many years and worked so many horrible, horrible, horrible cases. And, and, uh, I just have never, ever heard of anybody doing that. And in all my whole career now, what's, let me talk to you about the kids are bad enough. The whole sports strength thing. You want to know why you hadn't heard about it before now? Because who did Denny hang out with? Cops. And, and Denny, you know, was always big in the physical fitness, uh, et cetera. And I can tell you being on, on the SRT team, they carry around. Now, I'm not saying this happened, but I'm just talking to you about it. The, uh, being the head of the SRT team, he's responsible like for the, the SWAT trucks and stuff like that. And when you go out on call outs and stuff like that, with the, you got to stay hydrated. I do not imagine that you're going to get an adult victim. They're going to, they, they, they know who they are, that they've gotten sports drinks from Denny. Um, but if I got one from them and you, that I drank his sperm, I'm not trying to get up on the witness stand and I, I want to kill him. And if I ever get a chance, I will, but I'm not going to put myself in the damn media for it. Uh, uh, not when he's got, 6,000 years worth of other charges. What, Jim? Uh, I'm, I'm disgusted by that. I, I mean, let's talk about, let's talk about that because it's good. That's just so the, the, what kind of dark mind thinks, well, I'm gonna have my wife whip up a batch of pedophores and cupcakes and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a masturbate into them. Now here, y'all, there's a video of it. 
It's not speculation. There's video of it, and that's how they're able to narrow down the potential victims on the days by confirming the days that she went to work and et cetera. And they talk, you know, supposedly talked about it. I think I'm going to puke. You know, this, this goes along with, you know, I remember a couple months ago, we did an episode where we talked about some of the sexual deviant behavior in people, whether, you know, sleep with a guy with the the flies and, and, uh, you know, a dead deer, um, just some of the sick, twisted, disgusting things. Denny is aroused by doing this, which is disgusting. I mean, I, I have never in my life heard of something such as this with pastries and drinks, but he's actually sexually aroused by this. He gets off on it. That, that, that's, he gets off on it. I can tell you uh, the, the psychology behind it a little bit. He, he gets the, the more sicker and outside the norm of the act that he commits, the more he gets off on it, whether that's raping babies, fucking a dog, jacking off into cupcakes, jacking off into your, your, your podness sports drink. Are you thirsty? You've been out there uh, putting your life on the line here. I got, I got a cold drink for you and watching them drink it, slamming it down. And they're like, ah, yeah, and in his mind, right then he's got a, he's got an erection, or he's going to jack off to that later on. That's how sick it is. Uh, um, just unbelievable. They, they, they honestly, fucker deserves execution just for that. But go ahead, let's do another one, Joe. Oh, all right. Count sixteen between May first, two thousand eighteen, and March thirty first, two thousand nineteen. The defendant committed. Obscenity in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 14106A1 and that he exposed his genitals while in a vehicle in places open to the public view with the intent of arousing sexual desire, for which appeals to other people. Uh, what, it's offensive. Summing up, he's riding around videotaping himself with his dick out. Uh, uh, whether the, the, anybody actually saw it or not, we don't know. They, that's that, that's what that charge is. They say there's a videotape of him riding around with his tool out because he, I mean, he's sick. That's all he thinks about. Sex drives him 24 hours a day, and he, he I'm sure he was, uh, he didn't own a vehicle. I'm sure he's riding around in his his unmarked unit with his tool out videotaping himself, laughing at everybody, thinking, ha, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be this cop and I got them all fooled. But let's roll with the next one. All right, so this is count 17, so this is where it changes a little bit, y'all. On or about May 9th of 2019, and while acting in Livingston Parish, the defendant committed production of pornography involving juveniles in violation of Louisiana Revised Statutes 1481, Point one A1 and E4A, and that the defendant, who is over the age of 17, intentionally produced an electronic visual representation of pornography involving juveniles depicting a sexual performance involving juvenile victim. Two, a child under the age of 17 at the time that the visual representation was created. The electronic visual representation referenced in this court is mutually exclusive of any other visual representation charge in any other count of this indictment. All right. So you got juvenile victim number two and they got juvenile victim number two 
to perform some type of sex act. I mean, can't perform a sex act. I mean, it's right, y'all. If I say sex act, I mean, I'm not being insensitive by not saying rape. It is what it is. It's rape uh, naturally. But the, uh, so Denny and Cynthia videotaped another kid in some type of sexual thing, whether they're naked, um, masturbating, whatever it may be. Um, but it's child pornography. Pornography, it, it means that they didn't just have her in a bathing suit or something like that. It's something sexual on, on the juvenile victim number two that they, they produced a, a, an electronic recording that they produce. Go ahead, John. Count 18, between April 1st of 2019 and July 31st of 2019, another charge of production of pornography involving juveniles, where this one is pornography involving juveniles depicting a sexual performance involving juvenile victim one, a child under the age of 13 at the time that the visual representation was created. Another separate video of a kid being raped in some way or, or, or them making the fuck it. I, I'm just about to puke. And it is back to victim, juvenile victim. Number one, let's, let's do the next one. It, I, so on, the on next the, one's going to repeat itself. There's the, the numerous on, charges and I'm going to, let's, that, that, let, let's do it like that. Uh, there's just, if it changes from juvenile one or juvenile two, you know, so let's, do just like what you were going to say you're going to do read the charge and then you can read the date read the charge and then uh just make sure it's not another victim size juvenile one or two at the end of it okay right so as we move on here with counts 19 counts 20 uh the dates are april 1st 2019 and july 31st 2019 which is a production of pornography involving juveniles under the age of 13 um, it will, it continues for count 21, counts 22, counts 23, all the dates are still the same, count 24, count 25, count 26, still dealing with the same juvenile victim one under the age of 13, count 27 is the same, count 28 is the same, 29, let's see. Count 30, count 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. All the same dates between April 1st, 2019 and July 31st of 2019 involving juvenile victim one. Uh, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, all involving victim one, juvenile under the age of 13, uh, continues through 44, 45, 46, disgusting, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, yeah, each number he's reading off, I want you to put it in your mind. Each number that he's reading off is, is a separate time these babies got raped. Uh, and between these 
and it's proven it's on video uh um it so it's not just a number each number he reads off they raped a kid and videotaped it go ahead jim so i'm continuing on here from those numbers i'm all the way up to count 61 and it's still the same where it's production of pornography involving juveniles dated between April 1st, 2019 to July 30th, of two, uh, 31st of 2019, involving juvenile victim one who is under the age of 13. Count 62, count 63, Jeez. 64, 65, 66, all the same. Uh, 67, 68, 69, 70, and let's see, 71, 72, Jesus, 73. It, it continues, y'all. It just it just keeps going. Um, so let's see, all the way to count uh, seventy seven. Now count seventy eight changes back uh, between May tenth, two thousand nineteen, and June twenty ninth of two thousand and nineteen. The defendant committed possession of pornography involving juveniles. Um, visual representations of pornography involving juveniles, each depicting a sexual performance by one or more children. Under the age of 17 years at the time that the electronic visual representation was produced, the electronic visual representations referenced in the count are mutually exclusive of any other visual representation charged in any other count. Hey, was that indictment. was that possession or production? That's 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 possession. All okay. the rest was production. This is the only one one count of possession of pornography involving juveniles, and that's dated hey. between. And May I, 10th of 2019 to June 29th. I thought that a, a little bit strange when, when I read it. Denny is only charged with one count of possession. The rest of it is production. Now, the pedophiles, when they get on the dark net and they post the stuff, and they, you know, usually they have to swap stuff out to get other porn. So I, it sounds like from all the charges that he didn't give a shit about viewing anybody else's porn, you know, uh, uh, he just he just wanted to produce it and get it out there, which is just a whole new level of sickness. Or he, he had a stash somewhere that they didn't find. But go ahead, Jim. So those were the end of Denny Perkins's charges, or Dennis Wallace Perkins's charges, up to count seventy-eight. We now switch over to Cynthia Thompson Perkins and I, I don't and think her charges. That, I think that hers are almost identical, uh, Jim. You can correct me if I'm they wrong. That it says, so it's the same thing, uh, except for I don't think she had the possession charge. Um, she didn't have the animal charge either. Oh, yeah, the animal charge and the possession charge. And she – did she have a, the co-mingling of harmful substances? I mean, she's the one yeah, to distribute so it. I'm actually looking at that yeah. here. So that's count 89, which is between May 1st of 2018 and February 28th of 2019. The defendant committed mingling of harmful substances. Uh, where, I'm not going to read the statute. You already read it before. And that she intentionally aided and abetted Dennis Wallace Perkins in mingling a harmful substance of matter with any food or drink with the intent that the same should be taken by a human being to his or her injury. Wow, that's just crazy, man. The um, I, I would bet that I mean she knew about the dog charge if she didn't video it herself for him. I mean, probably hard for him to screw a dog and videotape it. And I am 
himself. I don't know, but yeah, there you go. You know, there's your charges. There's your explanations of exactly what they mean or what they possibly could mean. But, um, so you don't have to speculate anymore. There it is. But you, you can bet your ass there's more charges coming. And I think, um, I know that the, the, they're going for the maximum sentence other than the death penalty. They're going for the maximum sentence and it's over six thousand years of sentencing that they're going to bring down on them when they can find, find them guilty. Now, uh, Cynthia's lawyer saying that it, the story is going to be all different. Well, whatever. Uh, Denny's lawyer fucking quit and, and, or is trying to get off the case because he's saying, well, I can't agree upon a defense with my client, which I can imagine Denny isn't being reasonable to say the least. So I can, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this, this is speculation, but you can believe one fucking thing. The, they they haven't even been arraigned on these charges yet, y'all. The uh the they have to stand now in open court. When you get indicted by the grand jury, you, that that true bill is filed. Now they have to have a day in court where they're going to read off each one of the charges in detail to them, and they have to answer guilty or not guilty to each one of those charges. All right. Denny Parkins doesn't want to go stand in, in front of the courtroom and, and say guilty or not guilty. But if, if it makes it to that point and he somehow doesn't go away, which would be the best thing for everybody. Uh, I'm looking for a scorched earth policy and for his defense. And, but I think his, what, whatever in his twisted mind that he's trying to say now, the defense attorney's like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going up there. Either, either defense attorney and you would just be a, a blatant outright lie, uh, or whatever. But you can believe Denny Perkins got something up. If he doesn't off himself, he's got something up his sleeve and he's going to burn the fucking town down. So like that, the, yeah. It's going to be bad. What I think you, when what, they when they find this other person from five years ago, I think it's going to bring a whole new slew of charges where there's going to be more victims that will be identified, uh, more evidence that's going to come out. It's it's going to get nasty. Yeah, well. It's more it, nasty than it already is. Because he, he thinks he's smarter than God himself. If it this shit ever goes to trial, if he doesn't kill himself, and it it ever goes to trial, you better believe anything that he has on anybody in their entire life, he's going to burn their ass down. And um, he's going to, he, cause in his mind, you know, he's smarter than everybody else. He's going to beat this shit. Uh, uh, So I don't know. That's uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure the other prisoners got a different kind of beat in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I mean, the, the sad part of it is the damn victims and their families. And uh, juvenile one, juvenile two, adult one, adult two, uh, uh, and all the, the different pornography counts. Uh, it's just horrific. And not with it, and and all the kids that ate the the stuff she cooked, and 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 all the the dudes that drank the sports drinks. Uh, uh, geez, Louise, I mean, 
I, I, I don't get it. I mean, all my years, and I, I, I know it, it makes it more personal for me because our, our history, but I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know. It, it's, it's not over by a long shot. If he goes through with this, um, he's going to blow some shit up. And, and so I wish he wouldn't, man. I really wish. And we pray for the victims and their families. That's the main thing. I feel so bad for the victims. I feel so bad for the families and what they've got to go through. And, you know, they're going to have to keep reliving this over and over. And I just hope they don't, they don't have to keep reliving this and that at some point or another, they're going to be able to move on from this and get some sort of healing. I'm in those poor babies. I, I just, I'm sick to my stomach and I'm angry and I'm frustrated that someone can do this to somebody else. Yeah. And a person that was given power and trust Polk was able to do this. I mean, talk about sheep. Talk about a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm truly disgusted and I have, will continue to pray for all the victims and their families because what y'all are going through is, is unimaginable. I just I can't believe it, and I'm I'm so damn disgusted. Murder by you times infinity for Dennis and Cynthia oh, yeah. Perkins. Murder by you. Now, y'all, we said we were going to take some of the questions on um, Dennis and Cynthia. I, I know one that was repeated several times, Jim, uh, was the uh, people are asking, uh, patron members were asking. When a cop gets busted for something like this, does that go back and give, make them automatically review or, or uh, all their past convictions and cases that they were involved in, et cetera? Now, I got that question, I think, at least three or four separate times, in di- different variations of the wording, but absolutely not. Um, if, it, if it was a, if he got caught planting dope on someone, then yes, that they, they'll go back and review all his dope cases. If he had got caught uh, perjuring himself on the stand about something, yes, they can go back and review his cases. But this is in his private life, the uh, and they're they're not going to go back and review. I mean, he he used to work dope, and in, in the end, and and he was in regular detectives for a while. We worked in regular detectives, and we've, we've worked child sex cases together. But the uh, uh, it, it, there's nothing in the bill of indictment that will that says anything about what he has or hasn't done in his law enforcement career. That that puts any jeopardy on his cases other than he's a nasty fuck. Uh, um, so that the answer to that is no. Do you agree, Jim? Jim? I, I agree. I agree with you. Okay. Um, none of this has to do with, with narcotics work that I, that I'm aware of at this point anyway. So I don't think they're going to go back and review any of the previous cases. Just like what he's, said i don't think there's anything on the stand that they're going to impeach him for um from previous cases so i think it, you know those won't be covered this is definitely his private life um something that nobody else knew about until it all came about for all of us to know in october right and it's even i mean 
if there was something in the video where he was talking about he did something shady in the case, yes, they would go back and review it and they, they would have to disclose it. But all, like Jim said, it, it, all the videos and all the evidence proves this is his, his sicko private life. Do you have any uh, the other questions pulled up, brother? That's what I was looking for. Um, give me one minute here to, to look at the others. Um, you just answered the one that we've got multiple times. All that right. was the biggest one, at least that's what it appears. Let's see. Um, yeah, I, I'm not coming across the other ones right now, Woody. I don't know if they're in your email. Yeah, or, I'm looking at a, a couple of them. The, um, it's all it's all the same thing about Denny. Like one of them's what I'm wondering is if it is called into question, then do the individuals they have testified against and subsequently gone to prison have grounds for a retrial or possible release from prison due to the testifying or investigating cop having their credibility questioned? And y'all no, it's not. I mean, this hasn't. Although he wasn't a cop at the time and he did all this shit, he wasn't on duty doing the shit or he didn't use it to convict somebody else. And there's like three or four of these that, um, let's see. You know, uh, what, what caused those people to go to prison and, and what those cases entailed have nothing to do with what he was doing in his private life on video with children. Um, it, it, those don't relate to what, the criminal charges I got other people sent to jail for, which is why they wouldn't look at it. I'm not saying that he isn't the world's biggest douche canoe, um, and need to be buried underneath that, that prison. Yeah. He and his wife for all the things that they've done as disgusting as it is. We totally get it, yeah. but yeah, I, it's, there's no correlation between the two. Y'all for him to get away with it for this long, he had, he had to keep up his professional appearance and in, it is what it is. Here's some one, another one from Tara from Springfield. She says, Hi, I'm Tara. I live in Springfield, Louisiana. I'm curious to know if LPSO, Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office, knows when the Perkins started this whole escapade. Did one lead the other down this shithole? I'm very excited. I was able to purchase tickets for the Thursday show. Thanks, guys. Keep up the amazing work. All right, Tara, thank you for your comment. The, I don't know, sweetie, the, uh, I mean, I would be suspect that Dennis, look, he didn't put a gun to the bitch's head and, and make her rape babies and, and, and serve cum cakes, uh, to kids and shit like that. Right. So, but do I think Dennis is, is probably the, I mean, she had to. Be, she has to have her own level of sickness to do any of it. But do I think Denny is is probably the, the instigator? That's I would I would guess that, but I don't have any proof. And no, we don't know. I mean, as as far as when they started this whole escapade, that's in the bill of indictments. You can go back and look. We're going to post the this y'all to to our crew page, in. Uh, the, I mean, the dates or, or I would assume the dates that they have to go by are the dates uh, off the, that are time stamped on electronic devices. Go ahead, John. Right. 
we we know that it goes back to 2014. That's what is in the indictments because that's what they're able to pinpoint and date based on the evidence they collected. Now, how far back does this go with with Denny overall in his life? I mean, obviously he's got some deviant behavior. Probably started small and worked his way up. You know, getting more and more um, advanced, raising I guess with 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 his with his advances on what it is that he's doing. Um, you know, we already knew from many years ago that he slept with a lot of women. He had, he was always slinging it and always getting out there and getting with, yeah, he, with various women. That's, he that's why yeah, he had he the name of Evil Dick. He wasn't sleeping with them. <laughs> I mean, the he was banging them. But go ahead. You know, that's why he had the nickname Evil Dick. Um, but what went past that, when that started, I don't know. Um, you never know if other victims will come forward later on after this gets out and they feel like they want to come out in the, in the public light and mention it. Some people may not ever come forward only because they don't want the attention onto them. I mean, this is national news. Do they really want to put themselves out there as being a victim of Danny Perkins? Uh, or do they want to be a victim of Danny and Cynthia Perkins right. or whoever the other perpetrator is? Right. So we don't really know. Um, I can, I can assure oh you, God. I can assure you there's a lot of people that they have been identified on video, uh, adults on video fucking with Denny and Cynthia. Look, everybody that you see on this planet, every person that you see got here because two people have sex drive, right? Everybody screws. I mean, this part of human nature. Um, so there's going to be that. I promise you, these aren't the only videos that they have. But the problem is, just like on on the case, uh, the Cajun Queen case, when when you go to some of these people, uh, they fuck them and be like, "Yeah, uh, I don't want my name brought up in this shit. Yeah, I am on the video, but I consent it, and and don't mention my fucking name." Just like the cum drinks, the sports drinks. I guarantee you none of those guys are going to come forward and say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the stand and say, I swallowed Denny's sperm. I mean, that shit isn't going to happen. So there's a level of embarrassment. Yeah, that's right. But I want to do this. I want to urge anybody. If you've been a victim and I keep hearing this shit about Denny, uh, uh, fucking people to, to not take them to jail and stuff like that. Hey, that's right. If you've been a victim of Denny Perkins, if you were a kid and and now you're an adult and you've been a, a victim of Denny Perkins, come forward. Let put another nail in this fucking coffin. I'm begging you, please come forward. Uh, cause you're, you know what? You're a victim. You, if you got played, uh, uh, he, he's a master. And if you were a teenager or a late teen and he talked you into it and you had sex and you're embarrassed about it, guess what? You didn't have sex. You were raped. If you're you, under master manipulator, master manipulator, he, he beat me. He beat, he, he, he fooled me and, and beat me too. And, and I, I did it for a living. So there's no shame. And in, in, if, if you're out there and he got over on you, if he raped you, uh, uh, he groomed you and, and then did whatever, please go for it. I know it'd be hard. And you, you think, well, he's going to get 6,000 years. How many years can he get? What would it matter? But you know what? It might matter. Uh, um, and, and, and if you don't come forward, get yourself some help. Uh, um, cause I, I know there's more people. Uh, 
and I just know it. It has to the, be. The, the, um, so for for I promise you, for everyone we know, there's probably twenty that we don't. So, but anyway, that Jim, the rest of the questions are the same thing. Basically, like this one says, when you have a situation where a law enforcement officer is arrested for crimes such as Dennis Perkins, is their credibility called in question, or in any cases they have worked or have testified for? We got that one numerous times. Uh, we've already answered it, but the. I don't have too much else. Y'all, I'm sick to my stomach and uh, thinking about it and, and thinking about the, the possibility of, of the damage that they've done to the people. Um, and that they continue to do in the process that's coming, it's going to be a shit show. And, and I just wish that fucker wouldn't be around to do it to these babies. Uh, um, so I'll make them relive it again. Yeah. You know, they don't, they don't need to relive that again, these, these babies. And, you know, I know when I was sitting there reading the charges, the counts, I had tears in my eyes. I, I, I had to hit mute on my phone just to, uh, or on the mic just to be able to, uh, kind of dry that up and collect myself because I, I, I can't imagine what a juvenile is going through, especially if they know that what's going on is wrong. The fear, the violation, I, I just, I, I can't imagine, but it absolutely breaks my heart. And I, I just, all the victims out there that ate pastries and, and, and drinks and I'm, I'm literally sick to my stomach and disgusted. I'm disgusted that I knew this individual. Um, I didn't know that's what his life was like behind closed doors because I can assure you that if I knew it would have been handled right then and there immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But my, I, I just, I pray for the victims. I pray for your families. I pray that you're able to get the healing and the help that is needed to be able to move past this. And, you know, it's, it's definitely not going to be easy, but I'm hoping that you'll be able to, um, at the end of all this and, you know, just truly sorry that this happened to each and every one of you. And like what he said, if you're on some of something previously that hasn't been reported, come forward. Yeah. Come forward and don't be a victim. Yeah. Don't, 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 you know, stand be, up for yourself. Be a don't survivor, be not a victim. Be a survivor. And, uh, the, um, I don't really mean, want to say too much more about it. Fuck it. Um, the, um, the, the, uh, it, what just hit me, and it's the last thing I'll say about it is juvenile one and two in all the charges. That means they had to have possession of these kids. And it just makes me wonder. I don't know if uh, I'm, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't want to speculate. It doesn't matter. But the, um, geez. All right. That's it. I quit. The um, Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. We love you. We appreciate you. The uh, We're going to get back to storytelling, y'all. The, the, this is. You know, real life, real crime is not just a storytelling podcast. We're not going to be that away. And, and we're going to talk about, like I said, whatever we want to, but I think this is important. Um, if one victim comes forward, uh, at, because they hurt us or whatever, or somebody gets some help or whatever, I mean, then it's all worth it. The, um, just like on Courtney's case, the, you know, that wasn't entertainment for us, y'all. That was getting closure for the family. 
And um, so, but yeah, we like to tell stories. We love to tell stories. The live show is going to be a really good story. The, uh, um, but it's, I, I guess in my mind, real life, real crime, it's not just to, you know, read it off the internet, uh, script it, narrate it, show, and, and it never will be. Yeah. It's all within the name. Yeah, right. It's real. And and this is fucking real. It's as real as it gets. And it's real life and real crime. So, but anyway, Merry Christmas. I love y'all and happy new years. Um, I, I know, I remember this. You're going to get the hitman as a present from Jim and I. Uh, I guess we'll drop it on Christmas. And, and so y'all listen to it. Hell of a story. Patron members, you're going to get a new patron. I think the name of it is Dookie. I'm not quite sure yet, but it's going to be a good one. <laughs> it's a, it's actually going to be a patron members. It's going to be a, a, a collection of short stories, uh, that, um, that Jim and I experienced separate from each other during our law enforcement careers. And I, I at this time, the, uh, when we talked about it for two seconds before the show started today, but I think the name of it's going to be Dookie. And, and so you, <laughs> you'll, you'll have, you'll have that, a Dookie present, a, a patron members on Christmas morning. Everybody else will get, uh, the Hitman released. And then, uh, patron members, we're going to put up another one January 2nd. You'll have another full story mode y'all we we, i think we have five or six hours locked up now those are story y'all if you like the stories those are are full stories it's um actual cases that we worked that we you know put up for uh patron members so anyway we love you and appreciate you jim happy holidays to everybody please stay safe out there enjoy the time with your families your loved ones um you know your time off from work Enjoy your holiday season. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, we'll be speaking with you soon. Love y'all. And hey, 2020 is going to be a hell of a year for real life, real crime. We appreciate y'all. We love you. And till next time or ever, don't let us catch you down on murder by you. Peace. Peace. Estoy viva cuando nos tocamos No words could ever describe it The heat I feel when you blow My heart's on fire My heart's on fire And you Pour toi, pour toi, j'ai mouré pour toi.
Whether it's a description, DNA, or physical evidence, a criminal will always leave behind some type of clues to their crime. On the Criminal Prince podcast, we discuss cases with an emphasis on these clues. We call them the Criminal Prince. I'm Jaron, co-host of the Criminal Prince podcast, and I hope you will check us out on Facebook, Twitter at Podcast Criminal, or listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. And remember, keep your record clean and your prints off the scene. Cry.